1: From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited you decided to join us. Um, Before we jump in today, I'd like to give a big shout-out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the most innovative... You know, technological machine you'll ever find and it's so easy to use. You know, we have three of them. We love them. Um, they they they're always they always giving to the community, but they're always innovating on their own, on their own products too. So go over and check them out. Mention Coach Unplugged and they'll give you four hundred dollars off for Coach Collins. Um, and also go over and check out ttroops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's got everything you need become a better basketball coach. We always tell our players that we want them to work on their craft while are you working on yours. And that's one of the ways I've worked on my craft. It's something you know, from someone that's been that's coaching a nationally ranked team that has won numerous state titles that has done those things. This is what, you know, I spent several years putting this together of things that would that I could share with the world to make coaches better and the roadmap will take care of it and we'll walk you through everything you need So go over and check it out. And just in closing, if you like this podcast, go over and check out high school hoops, go over and check out the five minute basketball coaching podcast, go over and check out funnel down defense podcast. All of them are great. Um, and leave a five-star review we'd love that
0: all right have a great day 10 ways to beat a zone defense i'm not going to talk specific zone deep zone offenses at this point um that would be good for office hours or you know i can i can definitely send people or maybe that's a subset of of this of this one but what i'm going to do is kind of give you some general things that i have found have been successful you know there's been research on defensive systems You know usa basketball has kind of a generic thing of beating three um three ways of kind of beating a zone defense i'm gonna i'm gonna go through these i'm gonna tell you the key get your guys shooting get your gal shooting shooting can definitely take care of a lot of ills and can take care of a lot of zone pressure and a lot of um especially sagging zones um but i'm gonna go through what i think are the 10 ways to beat a zone defense Things you should incorporate in no matter what zone offense you work on. These these ten things should somewhere be kind of uh, ingrained. Ten ways to beat a zone. So let me go through these. Practice against it. I you know I, early in my career this stuff really threw us for a loop because you know um, I grew up in Wisconsin. I went away for school, but then came back, and you know it's it's such a Dick Bennett man to man, Bo Ryan um, that so many people play man and not as many play zone that um i didn't spend enough time in practice going in zones so um i would spend as much time as possible going through zones working against zones attacking zones doing that kind of stuff um we can talk about practice breakdown and that kind of thing but I, you just gotta you gotta find a way to put it in there all right so that's number one number two is make shots and don't settle for threes so if you think back to when we talked about the, the keys to, to, to winning basketball games, um, offensive efficiency is extremely important, and then getting to the foul line. And You don't get to the foul line as much as when you shoot threes. Um So, you know, obviously it's an integral part of this game. I've never been a huge fan of it, but it's definitely here to stay. But you can't settle for it. That's what they want you to do. And they're probably zoning you because, or if they're playing, they're playing a non-pressuring zone, they're zoning you because you're not as good at shooting through. Run a press. Pressure them. Um, (laughs) You'll get turnovers. You'll get baskets before they can set the zone up. You'll get three on two, two on ones. You know, you'll get an advantage on the offensive end if you pressure and that will not allow them to set up their zone defense. So that's number three. Number four is rebound, get second chance points, go to the offensive glass. Zones don't tend, zones don't tend to box out well. It's at least the younger kids, have a really hard time finding specific bodies. Really emphasize when you're working on your zone offense to crash the boards hard. You know, make sure someone's back, but make sure that you're really crashing the board. Um, number five, uh, stall, pull them out of it. Tied. If you're the underdog, pull them out. I have a story of me. Gosh, this would have been 05 when when Wesley Matthews, who I'm going to name drop now, when he was a senior in high school, we flew to St. Louis for a game and then flew back. And we were playing one of our rivals, Middleton, and uh, it was a back-to-back game. My guys were tired, jet lag, had slept in a hotel, whatever, and and they were as good as us, and they ended up beating us later in the year um, in our one of our few losses for the year, but. Um, I think we were up two with seven and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter and we just stood at half court. We literally stood at half court for five minutes. People were booing, I got people came after me. And then we ended up scoring, making some free throws, scoring a couple buckets, game over. It's a great ace in the hole, especially if someone's just gonna sag in and if it's a close game near you're the underdog. Um, six, work on your transition, beat them down the floor. Zones have a real hard time in the and from top of the key to top of the key, they really do. Um, from transitioning from offense back to defense and setting up and finding your man. If you can beat them down the floor and get some easy baskets, tends to be an effective way. Um, Attack the gaps. I think this is really important. Um, You know, you got to attack seams. So, if I can show you here. So let's say I draw, can I do it over here? I can. So let's say they're playing a 2-3. And forgive me here, I'm doing this with my mouse on that. But if they're running a 2-3 like this, and you want to attack seams in here, you'd really do. You want to attack seams and make them collapse, because that allows you to kick to the outside. Um, And that goes into the next one, utilize pass fakes and moving the ball. Make the zone shift. If you make a zone shift from side to side, they don't tend to do it. And shot shot fakes and pass fakes make them shift make them get off center and that that tends to work really well. I'm gonna talk about nine when I have my little diagram here. Attack short corners. So I'm a big fan of this area and this area. Okay, and Wesley, again name dropping, um, always said that there's this area. So the backboard's right here. There's this area in here that people tend to get lost in. It's called behind the board. So what we do is we throw a lot of flashers and use short corner and in and flash from behind because they tend to lose them in those two areas. If you ever watch NBA games, um, short corner and behinds tend to get lost a lot. So I think those are all really important. Um, And then screen the zone. You know, I I could throw it back up there, but I won't. You know, look for the skip in the seal. Look for, you know, worst-case scenarios. And I I tell my youth coaches this especially. Don't feel bad about – don't feel bad about – you know running your man offense and taking a little time and getting some screens and getting some movement because it's not a it's not a necessarily a bad thing to do that um so again going through these real quick 10, 10 ways to beat a zone generalizations but i think good ones practice against it make shots <laughs> it's always good if you make shots you win uh, don't settle for threes run a press rebound second chance points stall don't allow them to zone Beat them down the floor, attack the gaps, utilize pass fakes and moving the ball, attack from short corners and behind the backboard. So that little zone area, I can talk about that more if people want it. And then screen the zone. Um, all of your zone offenses should entail, you know, two thirds or three fourths of these, if not all of them. Um, if you want them to be successful, obviously the stall is not going to be the case for you know, not everyone's going to stall, but um, you know, the majority of your zone offenses should entail or should encompass these things. And if they do, and if you can make shots, (laughs) you're going to win a lot of games. So um, hopefully that helps you kind of start tweaking and start working toward setting up your zone offense. Thanks for listening.
1: Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoy it. Make sure you subscribe. Um, We would really appreciate that. Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen. Those five-star reviews mean a ton to us. Uh, also, go over and check out com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.